Podcast podcast. Um, tonight we're going to do probably the same thing we did the last time, which is talk about a whole pile of transfer bit of shit. But the difference this time is we've actually got a legitimate, like, new signed player to talk about, which will probably take all of 18 seconds, given our knowledge. So um, with me to discuss said topics, I've got uh, Beryl Akis out in the Netherlands. Beryl, how are you? Uh, I'm fine, uh, trying to battle the uh, the heat wave, so I won't uh, uh, comment on my attire here. But you know, it's it's not video, luckily. Yes, <laughs> here, you and me both, big man. You and me both. Uh, I've also got uh, I've got Neil Patterson out in Berlin. Chief, how are you? Yep, absolutely grand. It's nice to be back on. Um, also roasting here, but uh, yeah, sure, can't complain. Like need a bit of sun. Well, isn't this true? Um, we're, we're, I'm at a, a hearty 22 degrees here, which, as you well know, for us, might as well be, you know, on the equator. So, yeah, um, I'm having a lovely time. Um, lo and behold, believe it or not, I've also got Dave Karn um, out in Brazil. Dave, how are you? I'm on the equator, Dave, and I'm equally warm, and, and I, I'm in this attire 24-7, 365 days. Yes. Um, well, it's, it's uh, as scary a thought as that may be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to try and just wipe that image from my mind. Um, so, listen. Given that, given that you've been out of the loop recently, Dave. Um, it's just a tad. What What is football? Yeah, indeed, indeed. We've got a. We've got. We've got the. The 175 million coming from the Premier League success uh, last season that's coming into the bank account we know where we are with the with the pandemic crisis kind of financial impacts etc um we've seen such things as arsenal laying off you know 55 staff um and still paying mesodos of 350 grand a week but that's a whole other moral issue that we're not going to get into right now i'm giving um, william another 100 grand a week Oh yeah, uh-huh. and apparently, apparently maybe going to like pay I don't know fifteen million pound for a loan deal for Coutinho and whatever percentage of his wages. But the point being that you know we know that we know that this situation is going to impact us. We've signed a left back, um, but you know how far do you see us extending ourselves financially in this window? I don't know, Dave. Uh, uh, quite honestly. I haven't watched a lot and I haven't read a lot. I've been out of the loop basically since football reignited, if you will, or whatever way you restarted, whatever way you want to put it. Um, my my own thoughts on it, and, and you know, I know you boys are laughing at me, but I I just don't believe that Nike are going to let this pass without some form of spectacular. Um, and I know I know you're you're dead against what I'm saying, and you don't think it. And you know, that 175 million coming in. Um, you know, look, there, there'll be, there'll obviously be some of that offsetting some of the losses that 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 we had during the shutdown that, that, that football had. Um, it's like this as well. We stood still last season. We have an excellent first eleven. We have rode our luck with Salah, Manny, and Firmino for the last three seasons with injuries and so on, and we, we've got away with it. And, and, and I'm not so sure that we can afford. To go into a fourth season um, the, the same way, uh, riding that luck again or, or hoping to ride that luck again. Uh, and for for that end, I I see movement. It may not be the, the, the signing that I dream of, but I, I do see 
some movement coming in. Um, and, you know, there's a few names out there. There's ones come in, left back, no clue about him. Seriously, not a clue about him, but very welcome. And we're at the stage now, I think, Dave, as well, that we totally trust that recruitment team. You know, we signed a left back. I don't know anything about but I'm going, well, they must think he's okay. Klopp's excited about it. So, you know, su- such a different world to where we used to be in in uh, doing podcasts in the closed season, um, you know, about transfers and what we needed and, and so on. And we didn't trust the, the transfer committee. We didn't trust people like Rogers. All of a sudden, it's just like, well, if, if, they, if they like them, they don't miss very often. So, um, you know, anything that does come in, we're going to discuss that. Um, obviously at length, will be very welcome. But I, Dave, the fact of the matter is we brought Minamino in in the window. Milner's another year older, may or may not stay with us. There's, there's, a, there's a number of questions that are, that are going to need answered, but I don't feel that we're going to get many of those answers until this sort of Champions League thing that's going on at the minute finishes. Yeah, people are pointing to the Champions League ending to signal a, a wave of transfer activity amongst well, would, the would, would you would, would you want would you want to, to upset those players who are still have something like albeit to me it's not really the European Cup but you know that's the tournament that's continuing on uh, if you if you were playing in it I'm sure you would value it. Uh, and you really wouldn't want your head turned at this time. That's the point. No, that's true. But I think we've been in a position before where, you know, I think I think Bayern Munich is a case in point that you're, that you're making here. But, you know, I, I remember a time when when Goethe was playing for, for Dortmund in a Champions League final against Bayern Munich and they'd already signed for them. So it wouldn't be unheard of um, for deals to be wrapped up for players that are still competing for, for trophies in a season. But we don't do that anymore, Dave. Well, maybe we maybe we don't, uh, and I suppose time's only going to tell. But I think the the shortened period of, of clubs getting their their bits and pieces together and and probably trying to assess the financial aspect is is an interesting one, and we'll, we're only going to see where it leads, and it's going to affect different clubs in different ways. Um, but we have made a move. We have spent some money. It's it's probably not the the money that people would have liked to see us, well, some people would have liked to see us spend because apparently anything under a £50 million transfer, you might as well not bother. Um, But Birol, it's a left-back. It's a left-back and everybody has been wanting a left-back for quite some time. Probably, you know, we've wanted a left-back for probably the guts of 30 years and then we got one and once we got one, we decided immediately we need another one as well, just in case something goes wrong with this one. And it's happened, and it's worth saying it's fairly un, it's a fairly unknown player, certainly for me. I don't watch a lot of Greek football. I've I have not done the YouTube um, ritual of going and uh, divulging, uh, not divulging. Um, I can't think of the word now. Um, but anyway, I haven't looked loads. I take it you have had a look, but he comes from a big club. He's won a league title. He's played in big atmospheres in Greece. And Klopp's talked more about kind of mentality and attitude than anything else when he's been questioned about him. So what's your insight on him from what you've seen? Well, I, I confessed uh, in the last pod that, that uh, um, I, I didn't I, I didn't remember much of him uh, when I saw him uh, play uh, two seasons ago, I believe, uh, in the in the Dutch league. 
but uh, I remembered his name, <laughs> which which is a thing, you know. So uh, it, which means he, he he caught my eye a bit, but not not in a major way. Um, but I did uh, look into the uh, YouTube uh, um, compilations, which are you know massively skewed towards all sorts of action. Uh, but also, you know, um, I, I'm in, in my vacation, I'm, and I'm trying not to work, which is uh, is hard uh, for me. Uh, this may sound strange, but you know. So I, I thought uh, let, let's watch some of the games he played uh, recently, and uh, I got I I, uh, I managed to, to get the footage uh, of uh, the games the uh, Olympiakos uh, played against Arsenal um, in in the Europa League and. And I have to say, and maybe this is some 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 bias um, because we got him, but uh, he he uh, he he Im- you know he impressed me. I I, I was I, I was impressed. Let's let's put it that way. Um, and and not only is he uh, is he in the the Robertson mold, he, he is very energetic and he, he steams up ahead and uh, he. Um, he uh, he has a cross, um, and but also, and, and probably this is the most important point. He, he seems to be. Uh, he has this fighter spirit. He doesn't want um, people to get past him, and and this is a very important thing. And you know, he he. It was like um, a, a Greek Robertson. If if you know, this is probably the best characterization of what I saw from him. So I am. Uh, I'm I'm very uh, happy with the with the deal, uh, especially with the outlay, uh, which is you know uh, for the current um, and 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 for a for for a Premier League club, which means that there is uh, obviously a bonus uh, on top. Um, I, I think this is a very good uh, good good deal um, from what I can judge at this point, because Robertson has been ever present, and I, I think. Um, with uh, the way we play um, and the wing backs, uh, you know, uh, playing a major role in, in the which in the way we play, I think uh, it it would be uh, it would be a liability to not have uh, a decent backup because you know Miller is is a fantastic player, but I don't think we can ask him to do what Robertson does even at eighty percent. Uh, of what Robertson does, uh, um, age 34, even if he seems to be the bionic man. So I'm I'm very happy with this uh, transfer, um, which leaves us enough of the uh, 170 million. I'm I'm joking, of course, uh, to buy uh, some other players. Yeah, um, chief, it's a box tech, doesn't it? It's it's a box tech. It's one of the it's it's it's, it's one stroked off the pad. It's one we all wanted. It's one we all assumed that we needed. And as much as it gives Robertson cover, what it also does is it, it, it gives us more minutes um, for Milner in midfield and it gives us more minutes for Joe Gomez at centre-half um, rather than having to rely on those guys to drop in and fill in. Um, well, what it what it guarantees is, is hopefully no Joe Gomez at left back. <laughs> Not that we've seen that too often, to be fair. It's usually right back. He's, he's come in in recent times. But... Um, and, and in terms of Milner, I think he, we'll always see him on the pitch, of course. I think it's, it's you know, he's more around at the moment uh, going going on in his Liverpool career, be what he gives us in the in the dressing room, essentially, and, and off the pitch, and, and, you know, what he gives the young... What Lallana gave us 
Yeah, and 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 then some, yeah. Um, so, do you think for but, that reason? And and Dave, sorry to jump in, Neil, but you, you know, Dave cites Lallana, and we heard Klopp so many times last season talk about you know Lallana's attitude. Can we afford to lose Milner and Lallana in in the one window? Uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about Milner maybe going to Leeds. I don't think Milner will go. I think it's sort of been quashed now that. Um, He's been given a, the extra year, hasn't he? And he's, 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 you know, that he's staying, but by all accounts, it doesn't make sense really for him to to go to Leeds. I know it's his hometown club and all, but he's, he's, does he really fancy legging it in, in a club that's going to be hard pushed? Um, and I think it's one thing playing in a, in, a, in a club team in that midfield, but fuck me, Bielsa's not going to be any easier, you know? Bielsa's no. going to have you running all over the fucking place. It's hardcore. So I don't see it happening. I think he's too important to Liverpool as a unit now uh, as well. So no short answers. I don't think we could afford to lose them both, and, but I don't I, I don't think we will. Um, but I don't think we'll see that much of him in terms of pitch time. We didn't see much that much of him this season in pitch time, if you're honest. So, yeah, I, I, I'm quite interested in this one, this signing, because cause he is a bit of an unknown. Like, usually, I mean, obviously... Um, Liverpool have had a bit of a, a knack for um, for picking diamonds in the rough in recent years, and Andy Robbo's a, a a bit of a you know quite a good comparison here because yeah we'd seen him play a little bit for Hull, but let's be honest, how many have paid any attention to Hull that season? So we didn't really know what we were getting there, and you know Klopp managed to mould him into what he is today. So there's no reason, given that perhaps this guy Simicus is coming from a slightly Slightly, he has a slight head start, perhaps playing for a Champions League. Yeah, it's funny. It's all. It's not. It's also not a market that we've kind of dabbled in before. No, but he's a guy apparently from from reading around. Uh, he, he came to the attention of Liverpool scouts while, um, as as Beryl said, while Chirabella was at Willem Twey on on loan in uh, in um, the Netherlands, and um, he caught the eye while we were out sort of looking at how Pedro was getting on, and he's. He, he, he's you know been been there thereabouts in consideration or under consideration as a potential signer since he's sort of been watching his his development and in the last season he's really you know come on leaps and bounds to to, to coin a phrase like he's, he's broken into the the Olympiacos first team after two seasons away on loan he's uh, playing the Champions League he's playing the Europa League he's and against big clubs as well Bayern Munich Spurs uh, Arsenal. Which the the team won, and then Bjarkos actually knocked Arsenal out. And as Beryl referenced pre-pod as well, he had he had two great games against them. Um, so yeah, it, it's quite exciting because you don't know that much about him, but all reports are good. And again, as as Beryl just mentioned, he he anyone who tries to compare him, anyone that sort of knows a little bit about him, the Greek journalists and so on, who I've read or that I've seen comment on him and so on they've all just compared him to Robbo basically they've all said if you're looking for like a Robbo light in inverted commas or someone basically to come in and do the same job and, and be moulded into a similar kind of player this, this is because he already has those attributes he already plays in that way so so yeah it's, it's pretty exciting because apparently he's also got a bit of a right foot or a bit more of a right foot than Robbo does so that could be could be fun um, but it's it is exactly what we need in the idea of when you take X player out, Y player, whether he's quite at the same level or not, 
might be a little bit debatable, but he gives you similar similar attributes. He does the same things. He, he doesn't change your way of playing. You don't have to... Like James Miller, Gollum, did really well first season at left-back, but it began to get predictable that he was always going to come back in on his right, for example. So it, he really... that This signing gives us that. And yeah, he's young and, and all reports are good, so fair play. Yeah, I think that's a key point there, Chief. I think this signing... You know, we're talking about our, our, you know, our second and third choice left back being Milner and Gomez, and what they do is they completely compromise a key aspect of our play, our play. Um, yeah. and that, and we know where we know the effect that that has. Trent is kind of different because he he's not that, you know, I suppose early late nineties, early two thousand sort of back three wing back mould as you would he's more of a playmaking midfielder and you've got boys that can do that you know Henderson's dropped in there Fabinho I'm sure could go in and do something similar to what Trent does um, and basically and this is a real you know base point here but you've just got you just naturally have more right footers you've more right footers so if you want somebody to go and do a job at the right hand side you've just got more options and lots more so it's going to solve a whole load of potential problems moving into next season. So I think this one, from uh, from the perspective of how can move forward in maintaining consistency in our actual approach to the game, this, I think, is a more significant signing than people actually may see it as. Dave, they, they, didn't, they didn't dwell on it either. You know, they had the, the, the Jamal Lewis episode, and it was moved on from immediately and the deal done for another player, you know, um, and, and, you know, obviously this isn't a, a sign in the stature of, of Van Dyke and Allison and, and Fabinho and things like that. You know, this is very much more, a, you know, a cover thing. So therefore, you, you know, your main target, like we waited on Van Dyke, we waited, you know, wait. this is different. This, this, this is cover and they maybe had two or three targets. And once that their first one that, that they tried, uh, you know, obviously Premier League proven. They tried, didn't get it. It, it. It's the speed in which they moved, and that's what I like about it. Yeah, it's a really good point, Dave. It's um, it's taken out that aspect of uncertainty and long, drawn-out, protracted transfers that we've seen, you know, Harry Redknapp style going into the wire. And, oh, I can't, I can't wait to see what Harry talk out his car window and tell us who he signed with eight seconds to go with the transfer window. We, we don't have time for that. We have... We're, we're a serious we we know what we club. need. We know what we need, and when we need it, we go and get it now. Yeah, you know. And the point is, it's set a it's set a real precedent for for other clubs or other agents that that's going to deal with us in the transfer market. That you know, if you're going to start playing silly beggars and you're going to start trying to haggle with us, we we have someone else equally good on 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 the side. And my suspicion would be Lewis is probably number one for. No more, probably two reasons. He has Premier League experience, and we know how they, the guys all love that. But there's also a homegrown quota to be kept up. So that also makes him slightly more attractive. But as I say, Dave, it sets a precedent there that, you know, if we come for a player, it looks like we're only going to go once. And if you say no, good luck to you. Yeah, and I think look, it's worth it's worth reminding ourselves during the Ferguson era, you know, and and, and even look at Barcelona and like oh, they do it a little bit more 
hookery by hookery, you know what I mean? If they want a player, they 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 get the player to force the move. Look at what happened with Suarez, or they tried to do with Suarez what they did with Coutinho. Um, albeit we got our money from it, but in a lot of cases when Barcelona were doing that, they were paying less because the player had such a desire to go there. We are off that stature now. In fact, we're above that stature now, but we're champions of everything as we sit here. There's a big draw to this club, and and for that reason, I don't think we're going to be bullied. No, we're, we're, I think it's, we've, we've made that clear, particularly with that last transfer. So, Dave, let, listen, let's just, I know you're eager to talk about this, so let's get into it. And Mbappé 2020. No, not Mbappé <laughs> 2020. Uh, Thiago Alcantara 2020. Now, there is a number of very contrasting views circulating about this transfer. And I know mine is going to contrast spectacularly with yours, All as right. most of our opinions normally do. So, you know, I absolutely cannot see this happening. I think this is all coming from Baron's end and it's all coming from Thiago's end. And he is literally standing at the top of the Allianz Arena, waving a come and get me sign to Liverpool. Please, 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 please. And for me, people have talked about you've got to strengthen, strengthen when you're in a, you know, or strengthen from, or what is it, recruit from a position of strength, strength. Uh, whatever that is. I don't want to buy a player that's going to last three years. I want to, I want to, I want to capitalise on the club's clout now with players that are 22, 23, 24, so that we have a four, five, six, seven-year legacy in place. Uh-huh. And, and we've, also ju- we've also, Dave, just talked about the importance of players like Adam Lallana and James Milner for that dressing room. Um, it's a, a really valid point. So where do you, what side of the fence do you sit on? Because you never sit on it. No, I don't. And I think he's common, personally. Um, put it like this: all all the signs are there at the moment that he is he wants us, uh, but he's no one doubt. of many, one of one of many players at the minute who no doubt want us. But I'm I'm thinking along the lines of just what you're saying there about you know you want the young players and this and that and the other, but young players are great, but they need a wise old head somewhere down the line, and we're going to start losing. And in my opinion, I know you guys have spoken about the the Gini Wijnaldum contracts. I think we let Gini Wijnaldum's contract run down and wish him the best. And that that people may disagree. That's what I'm seeing at the moment. Um, the appetite just doesn't seem to be very strong to to get that that issue resolved. So that appears to me like that's going to resolve itself at the end of of this coming season. Um, and, you know, there's another experienced head, whether we like it or not, is Gini Wijnaldum. Uh, so, look, I know we want to buy these up and coming, the next big things and everything, but for every next big thing, you need a wise old head, Dave. And the fact that, you know, this could probably be James Milner's last season with us as well. So whenever you look at all that, who's going to be the wise old heads? Henderson. How many more years has Henderson got really playing as well at the level that he is at the moment? You know, time waits for no man. Jesus, I know that. Uh, so, so you know what I mean? I'm thinking along the lines, and Klopp is very big on, you know, having that experience in the dressing room, that he doesn't need to be the man saying it, that the experienced ones will go and lead in the dressing room. Now, obviously, we don't know the complete dynamic of that dressing room, but that's why I think this transfer makes sense. Okay. Um, And and I can totally get on board with everything that you're saying. Um, It it does make sense from that regard, and I think I've said it in the past. Beryl, you know, this is 
it's so up in the air. This is splitting a lot of people. Where where are you on this? Um, your own personal opinion, as opposed to whether you think it will happen or not. Uh, I have uh, confessed my love for uh, Thiago as a football player uh, before, so um, uh, there's a lot of factors that uh, may determine if he comes or not. I think we are interested in him, uh, and I think he would be uh, he would be he would add something to uh, our midfield that we currently don't have, or not enough. Let's put it that way. I think uh, he is currently the player um, that. We hoped Nabi Keita uh, would be right away, but uh, and, and I'm not giving up hope. I think Nabi could become that player still, but he isn't um, that player at this point. And I think uh, a, a player like Thiago would help us um, develop our our our, uh, our tactical play just a little more. Uh, uh, help us um, with his with his trickery with his dribbling but uh, most uh, mostly with his 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 confidence and his passing uh, and and it would help us uh, to be we are not one dimensional but we uh, it, we would be more dimensional uh, if he were uh, added to our midfield um i think uh you know we, we are far from being found out but uh it, it, uh, i've referenced the chelsea game uh, that we played lately, you know, two weeks ago, our last home game um, before. I, uh, but uh, what happened there was interesting, uh, what what they tried to do and how we um, managed to still win the game. But what uh, we, we play, um, uh, w- when we are in possession, we are very, uh, very um, broad. I don't know if that's the, the proper word, but our, our wingbacks are, are are pushed up very high, and our uh, we, we have uh, a, a lot of width to our game. And when we don't have the, the ball, we play very compact, and but not not only in the middle, but we we switch to the side that the, the ball is on. Um, and um, what I've noticed lately is that teams are are trying to to um, use the space that that um, that is you know when, when you switch your play to one side of the of, of the field of the pitch then there is space at the other side of the uh, of the pitch and and they are trying to use that and I think we could counteract that by having uh, more weapons in our game uh, um, by being able to play through the middle more, and this is something we don't do a lot at this point, uh, or not a lot um, of these uh, plays through the through the middle are resulting in goals. And I think he would help us with that. Uh, and and you know that that's uh, it's, it's a simple fact that he's a very good player. It's a simple fact that he is a player who is. Um, more or less injury prone. Uh, Jay uh, Jay Reed uh, seems to think he isn't, and maybe he is more right. But you know, he has these um, spells that he uh, can't play. So um, you know, maybe he isn't injury prone, but just unlucky uh, a couple of seasons. But also, he has um, uh, certain qualities that we are lacking at this point. So I think he would be an enrichment to our team, and I would love him. At Liverpool, yeah, mm. I, like, I I can agree with that. Chief, for me, he is 
you know, he's, he's the perfect club midfielder. He's, you know, if I was to pick out a player that was to display all the qualities we want in a midfielder to play in that team, he's got it. You know, he's the all-rounder. He's good with his feet. He can dribble. He can, you know, what is it they call it? He's press resistant. Is that now the term that they're using? But whatever way you want to dress it up, that that's what we need. Um, his passing range is phenomenal. And it's those little types of passes that we see from Fabinho every now and again where he can clip it over the top from deep and watch the forwards break the lines and get on the ends of things and really cause problems. Now, I know you're a bit closer to this um, th- than we are, so what is your insight on it? Um, yeah, well, I mean, I would echo what, what um, Beryl said there and what you said about his fit. I think it would be, would be ideal. And I've had... I th- I've thought that this story has had legs from the beginning, um, and I think at at this point, I'm in. I, I, I my opinion hasn't changed. I think that it does, and I think Dave's point earlier about the Champions League comes into play here. Um, Bayern Munich certainly look like they could win the Champions League, and it would. It, they're in a great position to do so. Put it like that, and it would be their only Champions League success while Thiago's been at the club. I'm pretty positive. Because yeah, they haven't won it. They haven't won it since. since yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was Pep's. He was Pep's first. He was Pep signing, and they haven't won it. Since, one that they give that they give them at Barn since since pre Pep. So um, he wants to stay to play in it. Word in Germany from from multiple sources now, multiple reliable sources in in football journalism is that. Um, from the Bayern dressing room, from the lips of Thiago, he has spoken to Liverpool. They have reached an agreement. He is very keen to join Liverpool. However, there is no agreement between the clubs, and Bayern reportedly will not sell for less than thirty million. Whether that's thirty million pounds or thirty million euros is yet to be a hundred percent established. Uh, whether it is or whether it isn't, uh, Liverpool should pay because that is an absolute bargain for a player of that, so, that quality. Let me uh, let me throw this at you. If, 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 do you think it's the transfer fee that's holding it up? Do you think that that is the only thing that's holding this deal up? Because it sounds like all of the pieces are in place apart from that. And if so, do you think that we would have it in us to just say, do you know what, big lad? Just, uh, just sit there for another year and we'll sign something for next year. Mm, well, What's interesting is, well, City have joined the supposedly, reportedly, tenuously from a few outlets, but one including the Manchester Evening News, although their their report is very sketchy. There are no details, but apparently their their their, their star seems to be falling as well, well for being a, reliable. A, but like the fairly, echo, it's a fairly obvious link to the Guardiola Thiago. Hundred percent, hundred percent. It's only just. You don't need to be a mastermind to write a transfer story about that. And it's only just surface, which which seems bizarre given that Thiago has been clearly leaving the club all summer, and it's been. Is that to try and force our hand? Do you think? Is it to try and force our hand? Could be certainly. I would be. I would be. Although, although obviously, City sold Sane to to Bayern. Uh, I don't know how keen. 
Bayern surely, would be the sure, surely that would have been part of the deal, Neil. Surely, if they were that keen, city. Well, yeah, you would you would have thought, and it certainly would have been talked about. So, well, anyway. you have to remember these things don't really happen because you've got to factor the agents in, and very rarely, unless it's the same agents, you only get two players going move back to back game. in the same yeah, move. Yeah, because you only get one fee, then you only get one bump. <laughs> you need two sign, you know, two cuts. <laughs> But um, but yeah, I mean whether you know the reports are City have, have entered the fray, but up until this point, it's all been Thiago to, to Liverpool. Thiago wants Liverpool. Thiago would love to sign for Liverpool. Quotes from Thiago about how great Liverpool are. Quote from Klopp how great Thiago is. Quotes from everyone about what a great signing Thiago would be for Liverpool. If we now don't go and sign Thiago and he signs for Man City. That can't happen. Put it like that. That can't happen because he will make them better. There is no fucking doubt. And they are our only real rival. So whatever happens now, if they are interested, we have to get him from from my point of view. And we should have just had this done. Personally, Neil, Neil would you feel that the, the pep, you know, I, I remember you saying, and we talked about Guardiola quite a bit in these pods um, in the last sort of 12, 18 months. And, you know, the fact that Guardiola leaves them exhausted. The, the, the squads that he leaves are, are, are basically worn out, finished, threadbare That's through. a good point. Could Thiago be uh, arsed with uh, that could, again? Yeah, that, and that's what I'm saying. Could Thiago really be arsed with that again if that well, was the sentiment when he left? Well, the question is, the question is because obviously the, the big line has been the whole time, and it, to be fair to him, he's stuck to it, and everyone, everyone in the Bayern camp has stuck to it. Thiago wants, quote-unquote, a new challenge. So the question is what the new challenge is. Whether the new challenge is... Well, is just, going back to Guardiola doesn't suggest a challenge, yeah, does it? That's what I mean. Whether the new challenge is, is, is just a different league or whether it's playing for a new manager, a hot manager, a manager who is arguably the best in the world up with the other manager who you've already played for. Do you want to just go back and sort of repeat the same thing for a fairly soulless club, you know, yada, yada? Or do you want to be part of this magical thing that's happened at Liverpool for the last couple of years of your career? Personally, and from what Thiago said, it's definitely the latter. But Liverpool need to move on this. Time for dragging the heels is over. Get it done. Sign up for after the Champions League. My position was last time we were on the pod and was that um, essentially the deal had probably been done and we were just waiting to announce until after the Champions League. But continually, the... The news is coming back that we haven't struck a deal. My my position on it now is we do have personal terms agreed with Thiago and we're trying to get him probably for as little as possible. And that's fine as long as he's 100% committed to us and nobody else is really going to come in for him because of his contract situation. Bayern would rather get $30 million for him now than, than nothing in six months or a year. However, if another club does come into the mix and is willing to pay 35 40 then what do you do? Then you know. So I would. Rather... I think that that's a that's a really interesting point, Chief. And there is a world, there, and I don't know if this is the reality within a football world, but there's a world where we have 27 million pound on the table, and we've agreed personal terms. And Barnes going nah, 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 nah. And all I think all it will take is for City to bid 35 million and Barnes to go yes, and Tago to go actually nah, mate. I'd rather sit here. And wait for a year, then go to them. So you either accept twenty five, you either accept twenty seven, twenty seven million from Liverpool, or you accept nothing for me in, in twelve months time. And, and, and I think in twelve months time, 
that's what you want. That's the sort of commitment you want. That's sort of the commitment you had from Van Dyke. It was just like Southampton just said, we're not even going to entertain other offers because he, he's going to Liverpool. He, he just wants to go to Liverpool. His agent was like, he's, he's coming to Liverpool. And if Thiago were like that, that would that would be even even better. But that's that's my position as well. I think we have agreed everything bar the final fee with Bayern, and we're we're waiting to see what we can get on that. And they're trying to ignite more interest to to get more or to push us well, to pay more. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, this this is going to run and run, run and run, and and. Dave, another one that may run and run is Ismail Assar. Now it's been it's been reported in the I don't know Evening Standard or something. I don't know Lynch, your man Lynch, whoever he is, David Lynch or something. David Lynch, reportedly pretty good, like pretty reliable. Yeah, so he suggested we've moved to the front of the queue. The asking price is forty million, which to be fair, I don't really feel is unreasonable given that they paid. You know, the, the guts of 30 million for him a year ago when he's still got four years left on his contract. So well, what age is he? He's 22. Um, not not huge money. He's 22. He's fast. He's tall. He's Mane's mate. Um, and he's played well twice against us this season um, or last season. So you know this is we've talked about the the kind of the question marks around the profile of Thiago and does he fit the model, etc, etc. This is this is bang on the money, isn't it, Dave? Uh, he certainly fits the profile. Absolutely fits the profile. I, I've, I've not seen anything on it, Dave. I'm not really digging too deep at the minute. But certainly, again, it's a type of player you buy, 40 million. He knows he has to work for his mate's position, basically. Uh, that's what he's challenging for is is uh, is Manny's position, and uh, he'll get game time. Of course he will. Um, and Premier League proven again the age profile. It 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 makes sense on all levels, and he's a decent player as well. Absolute decent player. And again, we look at Klopp and what he's done with you know. You, you take Genie Wijnaldum as an example um, of of you know when they come to Liverpool, they get into that environment, they get into that team environment, and they start they start to make strides. And, you know, he's at the age, he's just perfect for it. Um, I, I, I would accept that. And, and as I say, if you can get him, 40 million doesn't seem out of the way, especially whenever you cite that they, they bought him for 30. Um, he's had a pretty good season. He's impressed. I, I, I'll take him. Happy days. Yeah, and they're all, there's, a, there's a thing with this. And I saw something really daft on the uh, Twitter. You know how many daft things you see on Twitter. But some account, it had 1.8 million followers, right? And we did hear this. It was like, oh, if, if we didn't pay 50 million for Timo Werner, there's no way we're going to pay 40 million for Ismail Assar. But I think what we need to consider here is we see a transfer fee in as much as here is what the, here is the money that that club will apparently pay. Now, we don't know what the breakdown of the, the breakdown of the installments, etc., or the add-ons, etc. But the thing is, what actually costs a club more in the long run than the transfer fee is how much they're paying the player. That's the real deal breaker when it comes to signing players. And as far as the transfer fee between Werner and Saar might be close, but the wages that, that each player is going to get be getting paid are pulls apart. And that's what makes this much more attractive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I uh, I think I saw the tweet. Yeah, and uh, and and thought the same thing. It's it's the outlay. Uh, uh, you know, consider um, 
a, a five-year contract, then it would not only be the 40 million you pay uh, the other club to get, to get the, the contract of this player, um, then you have um, the wages and what you need to play the uh, pay the the agent, etc. So uh, I have heard, and uh, and this was not you know somewhere on Twitter, but uh, I, I remember. Uh, this was uh, a, the Athletic um, reporting that uh, getting Werner um, would have, would have cost us 100 million, uh, and his supposed um, fixed transfer sum was something like 50 million pounds, and, and in total it would have cost us uh, 100 million over five years if you were uh, to, you know. Uh, give him a contract for five years. I think Asmalasar would be a lot cheaper. And not only the 40 million is, is less than 50 million. This is, you know, <laughs> simple arithmetic. Uh, not, not, and, you know, it's just counting, you could yeah, say. But you think like a, th- <laughs> like a third of the wages, sure. Yeah, I, I think so. Because Werner um, uh, is supposed to be on 350 million, uh, 350,000 a week. That's... That's what they were saying, right? That's a lot of money. And um, this is something we don't pay uh, our uh, our our um, our best players at this point. I, I think uh, what was reported was that I believe Salah is now the highest paid player in our uh, squad, and he was paid twelve million a year. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm. It's too late to do the arithmetic for for uh, uh, what that's per week, but uh, and that's considerably less than what uh, Werner would want, or and is uh, reportedly going to get paid at Chelsea. Uh, and and uh, I'm on record on this podcast that uh, that I wasn't the biggest fan of Werner. He, he's uh, obviously a good player. You know that that's. That's obvious now, but he is not a, a, a generational, a, a, a transcendental player that that will, um, you know, elevate a, a good team to, you know, being very good. Uh, I don't think that's the case at this point. Um, I'm, and, and it's it's obviously not the case at this point with Ismail Assar, but he's 22 years old and he has some raw attributes i think that can be further developed and he uh, I, I i don't think it's unfair to say that at 22 he is um he's, he's comparable to sadio mane at 22 when um sadio mane uh was transferred to southampton there were some uh, there were some um uh reputable Sports journalists, football journalists, who who were asking themselves, I was uh, Philippe Auclair uh, being one of them, who was saying, uh, you know, big clubs have missed a chance here. This is a very good player. Why did they get him on on the cheap when he came from uh, Salzburg? And um, uh, and time has proven uh, Philippe Auclair uh, right. And I think uh, Ismail Assar was touted to be uh, such a player as well. They paid thirty million for him, so yeah, th- they won't. Uh, and, and they, being the Pozzo family, who also own Udinese in, in the Serie A, they will rather um, transfer him to, um, you know, uh, one of the Serie A clubs who have uh, deep pockets, uh, than than shifting him to to Liverpool for for um, you know for 35 million. So I, I think we need to pay up here as well, 
if we really want him. And I think he uh, would be uh, an astute transfer as well. I think he has some really interesting attributes, uh, which he has shown in the, in, in the Premier League as well. So he is accustomed. He seems to be a fan of, of Sadio Mane, not only his compatriot, and, uh, but uh, he, he, he sees Sadio Mane supposedly, reportedly, as a role model, as someone, as an idol. Um, and, you know, uh, he would therefore, I think, be interested to join him um, and 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 be further developed under his tutelage. So yeah, that, it, it's all positives. I, I think it, uh, Ismail Assar uh, would be uh, again a good transfer. I, I would I would also, uh, as Dave uh, said before me, uh, like to see him at our club. Yeah, it makes all the sense in the world to me, Chief. Um, it, like I said, it, it, it completely fits the profile, and I, I think. We've, we've focused on, and there's been a lot of focus on the likes of, let's get a forward and let's get a get Thiago in because he's, you know, I don't know, bending over for us or whatever. But we had a lick with a centre-back a while back, Mandy, and you'd expect a player like that from Betis. If we wanted him, we'd have had that done by now. Um, that's not one that you'd think that is going to take any sort of time to get wrapped up. With a link with Rudiger now, thirty million pounds. I like him, but the fact remains is we probably do need to sign a centre half before we need to sign a midfielder. And there's been, apart from the boy from the, the Moroccan fella from or Algerian, sorry, fella from Betis, there's there's not been a lot of talk about any sort of centre half. Ben White's been linked from Brighton or from Brighton and Leeds, but Leeds have had a 30 million bid knocked back for him. So I can't imagine that we're going to go down that road either. No, I mean, it's, it's interesting that the links have kind of dried up on that front, but you know, the window is long and we'll have to wait and sort of see if anything else does crop up in that, uh, in that department. I mean, the midfield and the center back, I think are, are tied in. I think, um, because we've got, because of the way we play, because of, the quality of, of the Premier League bottom 10, shall we say. And the fact that, not even the quality, but the, the fact in uh, that when they play us, they, they just sit in. They simply sit in. And you're going to play against, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> you're going to play against um, 10 teams, maybe more, who are going to do that thing. Thank you. It was a it was a cough, but but but, but tears. <laughs> I'm staying all right. Just smoking. So yeah, so that's that's twenty that's matches a season. That's more than half. That's more than half of your half of your. Well, that, that that's that's the point. So, how many centre backs do you need when you've got players like Fabinho who can who can step in when Genie Wijnaldum's played at centre back before when you know you've got Virgil Van Dijk there and and Allison there and you've got teams that are. You know, when 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 their starting positions are ten yards inside the opposition half, you know how much of a spec do you really need need to go out and sign that fourth choice centre half? People so are, are you suggesting that potentially that we we sign a midfielder yeah. for centre half position? Essentially, yeah. You don't sign a midfielder for a centre half position, but you sign a midfielder which allows. Yeah, which frees you up and allows you to drop other midfielders who are who, who are capable of playing that position and, and give you a little bit more perhaps dynamism in the role when you're 
when you need to break down a, a pack defence, um, and 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 in, increasing your creative options further up the pitch, your attacking options. I mean, it's 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 not new. I mean, Mascherano was our absolute stopper in midfield, our absolute die-hard go-to, you know, CDM in in champion or football manager terms. But he played centre back for Barcelona and for Argentina. You know, um, and it's been happening for a long time, and we're the football's evolving. So, um, and this is is the way that it is evolving uh, in the sense that the best teams now play with a very very high line. They play with a high press. They're very compact. They leave the space in behind, but they back whoever's there to to play one on one, or they back their goalkeeper to make to 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 pull pull one under the fire if he has to. Um, so I'm not that rigid about, and I, people naturally go, oh, you lose one centre back, you get another. But I think if you take Thiago for example, if you sign him, he's also played centre back for Bayern on occasion. Yeah, and it's interesting to because if you sign Thiago, that's essentially it's it's eight it's eight midfielders for three positions. If you look exactly. at Ox, Fabinho, but we do Henderson. shuffle them quite a bit, game no, we by do game. Shuffle them, but even yeah. still, it's eight, it's eight, for, it's eight and the three. That's almost, that's almost one and three. Do you know what I mean? That's almost a player getting a game every third game, if you want to but look at it that way. So you if you do have the option to drop those players into other positions, Sox has centre half, then totally. I, totally. I just find it, it would be surprising to me. For us to have eight midfielders and four centre halves. That's it. That's it. So either, I mean, I think that's the big, the, the big, the big. Whether it's a still a question mark for for the for the recruitment team is is unclear. But to us at the moment, that that's sort of the big the big question mark. Are we going to sign both? I I don't I, I don't think we will sign a centre back and a central midfielder. I don't. Well, think, what do you think with, with Van der Berg and Hoover? Is it just still too soon? Too young. Too young. Too young. Yeah. Or, 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 or do you begin? I think Hoover's Hoover's certainly the the standout, but he's what 17? 17, 18. You can't, you can't, you can't. Not in the Premier League, you can't start an eighteen year old at centre back every week. Or, or, he's, or he's, I'm he's not three, saying every week, or even rely on him potentially to come in 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 a pinch when when your centre back. But, but at, what, right. at what point do you do that? Yeah. We, we saw it with Trent. You know what I mean. But, but here, but th- but this is another. This is actually another good point because if we sign another centre half, then those guys go down another notch in the pecking order. The pathways close. Yeah, that's forward. why. That's why Thiago and I don't want to keep coming back to it. That's why, he, because but that signing sort of ties everything in because you, you bring him in, you free up somebody else. Fabinho, for example, to to drop back in as cover if and when needed. Plus, you allow for plenty of rotation in the midfield three because we know how taxing that position is for a club team and for this team in particular. And when you're guaranteed pretty much to be playing at least every three days, probably most weeks this season because of the because of the shortened time and the extra fixtures and yada yada. Um, they, that, that might come into play. You know, there's there's suggestions that Thiago might be injury prone. And so, in, in Bayern, where he plays every week, but what about this rotation? Maybe that works as to his benefit. Absolutely, it 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 works to all their benefit because there are other Oxlade Chamberlain, Naby Keita. There are other midfielders who don't have uh, spotless injury records, shall we say? So, bringing somebody else in, 
even if he does, he, he doesn't miss masses of games. He might be out for a period of, of six weeks in a season or, you know, a couple of three-week injuries. It's not like he's, he's getting big injuries and being out for, for long periods. He's made consistent appearances um, for Bayern since he's been there and he's, he's he always starts when he's when he's fit. Um, and I think but, but I you, allow, you, you, you allow, sorry, just you, you allow to, um, to, without blocking anyone, basically, you allow the likes of Curtis Jones, for example, who's going to have more game time, we hope, this season. You allow him to, to, to there's no pressure on him then to, to come in and, and you're the, you have to be the man now. You allow him to grow, you allow him to grow into, into the team. And by the time he's 23, 24, Thiago's done. He's, he's done his three seasons or whatever. Again, you're not blocking a, a path in centre back. You sign a new centre back. You're, you're talking about Hoover and Vandenberg. Joe Gomez is in there as well. If you go and sign Ben White for forty million, what what does that say to what does that say to Joe Gomez? Um, and of course, everyone should should fight, but at the same time, Klopp's never never been the manager to go and, and overstock. Uh, just no, he notoriously likes a small squad, which again lends itself to this theory. Yeah. So signing somebody like Thiago allows you to do so many things in so many different ways without actually putting this block on two or three players that that, that uh, other folks are worried about if you make a signing in, in certain positions. But I think coming back to the, the question, the, the big key is, do you get a centre-back? Do you get a centre-midfielder and, and, and go the way we've just been talking about? Um, I think this, the, the way we've just been talking about gives you much more flexibility and, and seems seems like a good solution seems seems plausible like yeah i i um i i think we talked about this pre part maybe uh a previous part but um uh the tiago uh, injury record uh is you know yeah debatable but um uh we have uh, um i i i forgot andreas kornmeier it's is, yeah. is probably yeah. his name yeah is is uh, uh um a con- uh, is a sports scientist we got from um, Bayern Munich two years ago or three years ago, and he probably knows a little about uh, the inside, the the, the 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 medical record you could say of Thiago, which you know could provide some insight about you know how how fit he actually is. So I, I'm sure they would have asked him uh, about what he knows, and and uh, and if we are interested in him, uh, apparently. That wouldn't be an hindrance. That that's the only thing I would add to that uh, uh, specific aspect of the Thiago transfer rumors. There's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons why we should believe that this is going to happen. Uh, You're on your own, in other words, Dunning. You're on your own. <laughs> Look, I, I, I am I am on my own. I am on my own, and, and that's absolutely fine. And I'm I'm not to say that I I, I would be delighted to see this. Is is you know. He's one of those players, Dave. He's a lovely footballer. He's a lovely footballer. He's just we just one lost. We just lost one in Adam, Adam Lallana. A lovely. Yeah. Foot. <laughs> we we need we need that replacement. Um, but he is so easy on the eye. He's such an inventive player. Um, and he will. He's, he's he's that player that sees passes that no one else sees that you don't see. From he the is the budget. He is the budget signing of this window in a COVID era. That's the way you I see it. Make it. It's it's. We've been so heavily linked 
if he were to move to another, well, if he were to move to City, I said, in, in it, but another top Premier League club, and because he 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 will he would even push us up a level, and you'd ask, can this Liverpool team go up any more levels? I mean, after the season they've just put in, but to my mind, he would he would add an extra dimension to us. So can you imagine, like after all this linkage for so long? And it's seeming seemingly being nailed on. If he were to sign for for another club, you'd be absolutely devastated. It's one of them where only so many you can let sort of fall through your fingers, even when you are the dominant force. You know, um, we pull out of Werner, and that's fine because, as people said over, over the long run, that that's a huge, huge undertaking. But you're getting Thiago for for a snip, and. Yeah, what he would give. Can you imagine him behind Salah and Mane? Like, I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Forget about it. Give up. Just throw in the towel, the rest of them. It, it, it really is a, a, an exciting prospect. And if it were to happen, yeah, brilliant. And it solves not only is it like, a, it's not just a glamour signing, as we've discussed. It solves a multitude of issues. I can't agree more. I, I can't agree more. I just, I suppose... I, I look to the past and I look to see what we've done and, and I keep my mind keeps coming back to that quote that this strategy that has got us to where we are isn't going to be deviated from and this to me seems like a deviation from that um, and the other thing that's preying on my mind is that Juventus got lauded for this amazing concept that they had of learning players, high quality players that are that are, you know, running down contracts, etc. And you know, what it's what's happened to them, now they've taken it to the extreme, but they're completely overstocked in a number of areas and now have a squad that isn't really fit for anybody and, and it it's been proved. And they'll still win things because they've got lots of great players, but when it comes to the real nitty gritty and, and the down and dirty end of season big, big games like Champions League, they don't have it in them because they're not really a cohesive unit. So, we'll, yeah, we'll I just, see. I, you've just got to trust, I suppose, then the, the management team to, and the recruitment team not, not to go down that route. But at the same time, it, it doesn't mean you can't pick up, you know, something good when, it, when it's on offer. But I do take your point. Like, you don't want to become a, a fucking New York Cosmos type situation where you're just getting you know kind of almost has been stars coming in you know but you know but, uh, but this it fits Neil that's what you're trying this, yeah, this, that's just what I mean. this, this is know? not this is not just a random one this just seems to fit no I'm going to be really honest see if see if Thiago was 27 and not 29 I wouldn't have a doubt in my mind not a single doubt in my mind um but he's 29 and and so was James of, Milner whenever he and, came in. Oh, we're in a different place and, and whatnot. You know what, but Dave, I'm, I have never, ever, ever this thought, this concept has never entered my mind before. But I'm, I'm almost, I'm almost 100 on board on your theory that we just let Genie run down his contract. Um, I think we are going to do that. I don't think we'll sell him. I don't think I, we'll sell Genie. Yeah, I, I, but I don't. But I also thinking of what you said. I don't think we're going to give him 150 grand over four years until he's 33. No, we're not. Oh, there, there's too much, of a, think... too much of a risk attached to that now. Um, you know, like once you hit your thirties, it can go. You know, you can get a you can get a second wind by all means. You can. We've seen it happen with loads of players. 
but once the legs start to go, it's it's a one way street, Dave. And 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 I think that the way that 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 our recruitment team and and certainly the staff that are there in Melwood look at things, that you know, the, the, all the statistics would be there, and and you know, it's all fucking all, all databases and all the rest of it. The reason he's not being offered that, there's a reason for it. You know, there's a reason for us doing everything now. Um, there's there's a justifiable reason behind every player signed, every this, every that. There's a justifiable reason. And there's a justifiable reason why we're sitting in the position having to talk about Gini Wijnaldum. And I think that means he goes at the end of the season. The latest sort of was that there's no... The contract talks are, are not ongoing at the moment. and They haven't been for a while. It's then Liverpool are not actively looking to sell. Genie's not actively looking to leave, but they're not negotiating on contract. And it the speaks last volumes. Time. You know, it really well, speaks you know volumes. See if, you, see if you sit back and think about it as well. If I'm Genie Wijnaldum and I'm assessing the whole situation, given again the circumstances that we're in now, I'm thinking to myself, I've had a fucking amazing, what, three, four, four years there? I've yeah. won everything there is to win. I can have another great year and then I can bin it off, get one big contract where I'm going to get a few million in the side pocket because no one's going to have to pay a transfer fee for me. And 100%. I, can be, I can be quite happy and content with how my football career has gone. Totally. I mean, if if you're looking... And you'd be happy enough with the professionalism of the guy as well. That's that's not in doubt. wrong with that. No, no, you know what I mean. He, he'll not think, oh, well, fuck, I'm going. He's the type of player that'll get down and give you... You know, like like Suarez did, he knew he was going to Barcelona. He gave us his last year, and I think when Aldum's cut from that cloth. And well, I think one 100%. thing to say here, Chief, just before I think when Aldum and Beryl, you'll probably be able to testify to this better than I will. But from what I hear, his career by his management agency, etc., has been managed meticulously from Holland to we'll push you up through the youth system, we'll get you, he went, what, final to PSV, is that right, or the other way around, Beryl? Yeah, that, that still hurts, I have to say. Yeah, final to PSV, you know, he took he took that step up in the Dutch League, he, he was the captain, he won titles, he then took the leap to the Premier League, thinking I'm going to have a season here, and then hopefully I can perform and get picked up by a big club, and that's what's happened, and his career has played itself out, like, pitch perfect, just to what he's planned, and you can imagine that this, if you think about it in that regard, is a really logical next step for him. It's um, it's a lot like like our recruitment is is uh, based on 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 facts based based on calculations, etc. Uh, I, I, I you know and uh, I I think I think we 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 probably would have offered him a, a deal the deal that he wanted uh, uh, if if COVID would have wouldn't have happened. Um, but it did happen, and I think uh, it's, it has been reported that uh, all uh, contract negotiations were were, were stopped at, uh, when the pandemic happened, uh, and uh, and we are still uh, guessing what will happen uh, next season. You know, uh, I don't want to talk about the pandemic, uh, uh, and, and I'm sure all of you uh, would agree with that, but. We still don't know what will happen for next year uh, and for next season. Uh, we have lost money this season because of um, uh, not being able to play in, in front of an audience. Uh, but we're still not sure that we will be able to play in front of an audience next season, uh, which is, you know, 
just a couple of weeks, uh, uh, you know, uh, until that will start. So, um, and 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 uh, just as I said, uh, this is about figures, calculations, um, cold hard facts, and maybe uh, the cold hard facts uh, are telling Genie at this point that it, it's probably you know what you the scenario you just uh, pictured there. Um, stay put, uh, uh, and he, he doesn't earn as much as, as other players do. He, he doesn't earn as much as as the 34-year-old uh, Milner uh, does, but um, he isn't going to be offered that contract at this point in time because, again, we don't know what will happen uh, next year and how much money we will have. So maybe it's it's a smart thing to do to stay put for him. And maybe it's for us, it's also the smart thing to do. Well, you might, you might even find that, you know, come February time, if he's having a particularly good season, Liverpool could sneak in an offer of a year just to yeah. extend him on. Well, the That's possible. Here, the exactly. Thing, the thing is, Beryl, you make a good point about Milner because if you think about it, Genie is now what James Milner was exactly. five years ago. 29. He's a 29 year old free agent multiple title winner at playing at the highest level of the game, playing under the best managers with all of that experience. And we know the influence that he has. He's one of the, you know, the group of captains. He is in that group. So, you know, he could back himself absolutely to go and bag a contract that Milner bagged at Liverpool. 100%. He's a, he's, he's a, he's a, you know, he's a Champions League winner as well, which which Milner wasn't. He's, I mean, he's a he's an all conqueror. He, he 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 could go to, he could you would fancy him to be able to go to any club in Europe. You you wouldn't have a an issue with seeing him at Real Madrid, or you know, be picked up by Barcelona, be picked up by Bayern Munich. I personally think he's got an engine and he'd, he'd go. He's a machine. He'd go for another few years. But I also think it suits perhaps both player and club to just let him wind down his contract i can i can testify for his professionalism he he is uh he, you know uh, when you come to think of it uh, maybe milner is is the best comparison you can make he, he is uh, undervalued as a player um he is uh, very professional he's very fit he has he is the mid, midfielder in our squad that has played the most minutes last season uh, and, and and there's still a lot of people who uh, and Liverpool supporters even that uh, seem to undervalue him. Don't um, don't seem to think he is a very good player, but he is. Um, but for reasons that you know maybe the average uh, spectator or even fan can't see. But uh, you know he, he makes the dirty meters. Uh, uh, it's, it's 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 not something that has been say, said uh, a lot anymore. But uh, what, 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 like what, what, it's 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 doing um, labor, doing doing work, dirty work for yeah, you're do, you're, for the yeah, team. You're doing, you're, you're, you're doing other people's running, basically. Yeah, you know, uh, you're doing other people's running. You're filling in. You're accommodating them to go and make their movements. And he's an absolute master at it. And it's not something that could be quantified. In statistics, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, if if I uh, j- j- just could add a, a little more on that, and this is a very important point, I think. Um, uh, the statistics that we usually see, you know, the 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 Opta Sports, the 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 Twitter statistics, it is are about uh, active 
um, you know, actions, you could say, you know, uh, passes, um, uh, meters that it's you ever, run. Anything with the ball, basically. Exactly. But the things you do that, um, you know, uh, the ball is at the left side, but you are moving on the right side. Uh, this is something that isn't being seen. Uh, it isn't being seen when you uh, when you're watching the highlights. And, uh, it's it's only being seen when you're in the stadium and watching the game and 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 uh, paying attention to uh, a player who who doesn't have the ball at that point. Um, but you know, doing things that are not being seen is something that our statistics team is is paying attention to, and this is why um, sometimes our transfers seem left field, seem seem uh, unexpected, um, uh, and I think this is why uh, Gini Van Aldem is is being uh, valued by. Uh, our club, and I think they they want him to stay, and they uh, they certainly want him to stay this season. But uh, they're also um, um, appreciating the fact that it m- makes business sense to let him go after that if he wants to earn uh, lots of money, um, and and even um, maybe thinking, okay, he, he deserves to make a lot of money now, but we can't offer it to him. Um, all that could be true, but you know, I, I would I would hate to lose him. Um, but you know, uh, uh, it's 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 a bit boring to say this again. But I have all sorts of faith in in the decisions our club is making. Beryl, I'm totally. just, just just before just before you jump in, Dave. Um, like really. If they're if they're running down the contract, and, and this is worth saying, you may laugh at me, but given the history of how we've been doing transfers the last couple of seasons, and and given the fact how long we look at players, you may find they have Genie Wijnaldum's replacement on paper lined up. Uh, it, it would surprise me if they haven't. You know, um, I, I'm sure they have. Uh, I, I'm sure they have um, different scenarios, different paths, different timelines. If this player goes, then we do this. If this player stays, we do that. Um, and also looking at the youth players, uh, Curtis Jones uh, is, is a player we have in there. Um, there, there are uh, players uh, a little younger than him for, for the midfield that would maybe play a role. Um, but, you know, uh, in differing timelines, etc. So, yeah, I, I'm, I am pretty sure we have... Um, um, thought of that scenario if he leaves and if he stays i think curtis so, jones is going to be afforded a good bit of game time coming this coming season yeah it's funny though um and chief just to finish on this it's it's uh, curtis jones is a player that i can't see playing on the left hand side of midfield because i feel that the left hand side of midfield and the right hand side of midfield in that liverpool team are two very very different positions given the roles that the two fullbacks play and this goes to kind of, for me, not explain, but you have to understand this to understand when Aldum's role, where he's going to be less front foot, he's going, he's going to have less minutes in the box, touches in the box, etc., because a lot of what he does is accommodating Robertson, getting in behind, making the overlap and run, getting to the byline, whereas Trent, more often than not, takes up that kind of inside right midfield position. Yeah, I mean, Curtis Jones is is an interesting one because obviously he's, he looks like he's the one who's making now the step, not ready to make the step, but is 
is making it when he when he's coming when he's coming he scored goals he's looked at home um the players the the rest of the team seems very much at home with him and seem over the moon for him when he you know when he has scored the goals so you would and he's been given the bump in the squad number um and he's the one that's had the most along with Nico Williams I suppose but certainly in the advanced positions he's the one that's had the most game time this season from the from the uh, the up and coming talent, um, I don't, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know how many how many league starts he's going to get. To be honest, I would say if he gets ten, he's doing well. Um, I think he'll be an ever present in any cup teams, in the cup teams, all the cup teams, and I think you'll see him in the match day squad most weeks, if not every week, whenever he's fit. A lot off the bench, Neil. Yeah. What? Say again? You'll you'll see him a lot off the bench. I think yeah. that's what, what the point I was of, making. He's going to get a lot of appearances from from the bench last twenty, or um, you know, in in whenever, whenever the situation um, dictates, circumstances are right. But yeah, I think he's he's making that step. But I don't think I think Curtis Jones, to me, from what I've seen, he's the kind of player that. Yeah, he, he, you're right. He's going to have to if he is, does play on the on the left side of midfield nominally. He's going to have to adapt to to um, how that position needs to be played. But at the same time, I think he's the kind of player that will always get himself in the box. He'll always find a position, find a bit of space, because um, that's what he's about. I think. Yeah, that's his game, isn't it? Yeah. So, lads, um, I think that I'll probably do this for tonight. Thanks very much for joining me, Dave. You're very welcome. Get used to me. I'm back. It's been long overdue, and it's an absolute pleasure. <laughs> oh, my God. Did, here, did you lads hear that? It's an absolute pleasure talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> you must have missed you. <laughs> Fuck you, ill, darling. <laughs> there's other people listening. All right. Um, <laughs> um, Chief, thanks for your company. Yeah, no, it's all, man. It's been a pleasure. They're all. We will chat again soon. Thank you, sir. Thank, thank you very much. Uh, thanks for having me on. Not at all. And um, so that's it. We've sorted out the Reds transfer business. It's Sarin. It's Thiago in. We're not going to bother sending the centre half. And Curtis Jones is going to get ten to fifteen starts next year, get in the box and score goals. And we're just going to win everything all over again. Up the all-conquering transfer fucking window-winning Reds. 